What do you say to the people that want to jump on and argue with you, right? Like there are a lot of people that you mesh very well with in the in the first visit that get it, that are interested and excited, and then you do get those people, we all do, those individuals that they just they they don't agree or yeah. they've heard differently or they've seen another chiropractor that's told them something different. You know, at, at what point do you start to all right, you know, let's let's talk about this back and forth and you know, do you get more stern? Do you leave it where it is? What's been yeah. your your uh, mindset in the process there? This is a good question. So I'm uh, one of my mentors. So the guy I worked for in Nebraska was kind of a smart ass in, a, in like a funny way. Yeah, yeah. And I do the same thing. I got to admit, like when someone is, I mean, I just get really blunt with them or just say yeah. like just kind of in a joking, smart ass way. Or, you know, I'll tell them. Hey, if, uh, if this was something that was helping people in a day, then, you know, I'd have a line out my door all the way to the Capitol building. That's something I say often. <laughs> Which is true. Or I'd tell them that, um, you know, there's, I mean, there's a few different things, but I, I just, it's not a good fit. It's not a good fit. And you can't be everyone's everything. And even for that, like my ideal, one of the chiropractors I work with, Scott, he's, he's awesome. I've learned a lot from him. I've learned a lot from each of them. Mitchell, right? Yeah. yeah. Scott okay, Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. And he, something he said, we were on a podcast together and the first one I've done with him and I loved it and I loved listening to him too. And something he said was, what the question was, what's your ideal client? And he goes, you know, a lot of chiropractors would say anyone with a spine, but that's not us. He goes, we want someone who wants to be better, who's looking to be better in life, who's looking to improve their current situation. And that takes work. And something I say to people again to help them connect the dots is if you were to go in to a personal trainer and you wanted to gain 10 pounds of muscle or you wanted to lose 20 pounds of fat whatever what do you think they would recommend to you as far as a starting place how often do you think they'd have you coming in and they say well i don't know three times a week maybe they go okay perfect what about a nutritionist if you're trying to get um send a autoimmune diagnosis uh, into remission, or you're trying to lose 20 pounds, how often do you think you would need to eat healthy? Do you think it would be one salad? Or do you think it would be avoiding one pizza? And they go, no, it's probably habits over time that add up. Like, yes, holy shit, Boom. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there it is. No matter who you see, health principles are the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not any different. So if you're not going to buy into what I'm saying, then it's probably not a good fit. Because anyways, there's Thank God there's places like the joint chiropractic. I actually love those places because it really fits certain people's needs of, yeah. I just want something quick to pop in here and there. And we have people that are like that actually, and we never turn that away. And we always welcome people where they are. We never shame them for not buying into what we're doing too. Our job is to teach them and to build the value and help them connect the dots. Their health is always their choice. It's their money, it's their energy, and most importantly, it's their time. And I tell people that. Yeah, very well said. An interaction that I thought was really interesting, and this was, uh, I turn and look at Jarrett because it's, uh, it's a personal injury patient, but 
Speaking off of what you're what you're saying, I, I thought it was really interesting. This this person comes into me. She's in a lot of pain. Low back is is giving her tons of issues, and it was. So I've seen her for a couple weeks, but there have been a couple times in there where she's like, "Look, I, I don't want you to touch my low back. Like it's that sore." And we've done X-rays and different things. So like we've we've done our homework, all right. Um, and she's okay. Like there are some issues, but she's okay. Uh, very low pain tolerance, obviously, and she even says that herself. Uh, but she comes into me, this was literally the past week, and she couldn't wait for the pain management. She wanted to see what was going on. I'm like, all right, you know, let's let's see where you're at after that. So she comes in and she's like, all right. I was like, are you going to allow me to work on you today? And, and she's like, oh, but not on that one side. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, I was like, well, what did, what did pain management tell you? She's like, oh, they want, you know, wanted to get MRI or different things like that. And and I was like, well, did they give you any pain medications? You know, what what was that like? And she goes, yeah, they tried, but I told them no. And I was like, all right. So I was like, let me just walk you through your options here. Okay, so you, you, you're you in here to see chiropractor. You don't want to see chiropractor. So you don't want me to work on you. All right. So you go see pain management, and you tell them no to the medications. All right. What's your next option? You don't have a whole lot left, right? Like the next <laughs> one is, is an injection. Yeah. But most people, if you're going to deny one and two, don't want a pain management injection for a steroid or whatever. And most of the time, insurance companies, personal injury attorneys, whoever it is, they want to see that you failed conservative care before you go down that route, before exactly. they're going to pay for it. Yeah. But so it was really interesting. I laid out her options for her, and I was like, so what, what do you want to do? Because Which is great. You leave it open-ended for them to ask that. Right. Like, yeah. I, one, I'm not going to force you to be treated, but I also yep. don't want to waste anybody's time. Like, I, I can only do so much with you, and, and if you don't want me to treat you, like, you can come in and get ice, I guess, and, and we can try a couple exercises, but that's about it. Yeah. I guess personally, it's tough because I know that I can help that individual, yep. but if they're not going to allow me to do it, there's, there's, it kind of stops there. And the beginning is harder too because you feel it more. This is me yeah. talking from. So keep this in mind too, right? This is me talking from a, my own schedule, completely full every day. Sounds Amazing. different than when I was maybe three months in to sure. practice, and at that case, it was more of a panic. It was an oh shoot. And it, you get to a certain point, I think, also where you know where your ideal clients are, and then th you know who the. This is the first time I said this publicly. We call them the life suckers. Are they suck the life out of you when you're around them? We call those PETA patients. Pain in the ass. Yes, <laughs> they, I mean it's it's hard, and they're everywhere. And yeah. you know, bless them, all of them, like. You, we know they're going through their own shit, yeah. and that's why. And I keep that in mind, too, is they're human, they're on their own experience, and they're going through a lot, and they're finding yeah. their own way. And it's just when we're in pain, we become irrational. So I'd, yeah. we got to remember that, too, and we really do. It changes the brain, right, when we're in pain. So remembering that, but, yeah, we have – for them, we, we don't necessarily want them in our office. We we want the people that are that want to be there. That want to yeah. be there, and yeah, that, yeah, that that are good fits. So, and I think as as practitioners, we also have to have a certain level of understanding because look, we don't know what this person's you know previous interaction chiropractic was. Have they ever even had a chiropractic interaction? And so their ideas of what you can do, maybe 
may be very limited. You know, they, they just think, oh, this, this hurts. Well, sometimes there is a little bit of uncomfortable feeling that we have to get through and work through in order to get to the end goal. I've seen it time and time again when people trust the process. Those first couple visits are tough, but as time goes on, they do really, really well as they're, man, you're right. I'm like, you know, I just need your trust. I need your faith. I need your trust, and, and we'll get you where you need to be. And, like, long enough for them to see the results. Because right. sometimes what you said, and something we tell them, too, and it's it might feel a tiny bit worse or a little bit sore, a little uncomfortable because you have a lot of healing to be done here. And to heal more, one of my favorite sayings in health is to heal more, we have to be able to feel more. And medicine takes the opposite approach, right? It's like it's un, for the most part, and there's a time and a place for medicine. I'm not against it at all. I've got some great friends who are medical doctors. I love them to death. But for the most part in Western medicine and in taking drugs, it's cover the desired symptom, which is unplugging us in a sense in our brain and our body. It's disconnecting us from what we are really feeling without addressing the cause. So it's helping us to feel less our objective is to help people feel more. And I tell them that. I mean, you walk into my adjusting room, there's a huge sign as a chiropractic saying, right? Your power is on. And the on is a switch box that actually turns the power on. And that's what that means to me is we're connecting, helping connect your brain to your body and your body to your brain so that it can feel more and that it can heal more. And I tell people, I don't play God. I can't make your symptoms disappear, but I can tell you what. Without a doubt, when I make this adjustment, I'm helping put your body in a better place to heal. And the healing happens when you leave here, not when you're in here. Fantastic. How much does philosophy play into what you do on a day-to-day basis? It's huge because, you know, I went to Life West, which is very different, I think, from where you guys went. And um, it's very adjustment-focused first. So that's actually something that helped us stand out was we only adjust people and we send people to a massage therapist and acupuncturist, a medical doctor, functional medicine, medical doctor, uh, personal trainers, uh, therapists. So we send people to all those resources, but we adjust them. And I have a ton of friends that do everything and all the modalities and they all work and they're great. They're awesome. There's really nothing wrong with them. But I just, and this was, thank God, my experience for working in the clinic I did for three months in Nebraska. I fell in love with chiropractic. I fell in love with it. I wanted to do everything. And he had me search on Amazon. I'll never forget this. And some in my book, too, for uh, books on nutrition. And there were thousands. And then he had me search for books on chiropractic. Hundreds, maybe. Everyone's talking about nutrition. Everyone's talking about exercises. No one was talking about chiropractic. And I think I was one of the first maybe on Instagram to really be just talking about chiropractic and showing it, which got me some traction in the beginning. It's, oh, this is different. We've never heard about this. Mm -hmm. All the other chiropractors are talking about exercising and nutrition. And again, there's nothing wrong with that because people need those things. But I just found, found my way. I found my calling. I found my lane i can hear him in nebraska this guy saying stay in your lane delgado he'd always tell me that and you know i what we do a lot of we become really good at so i naturally i've become good at adjusting because that's what i do every day it's fantastic and i think so many of us see all these different aspects of business right like we see patients we need to handle the front desk we need to 
work on all the back end. We need to do outreach and, and meetings and things like that. And I found myself get caught in that a lot of times. I would say probably personally, that's been my biggest success and my biggest failure is yeah. that there are so many things and, and my attention span goes to all of them in, in different capacities, right? Me too. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just kind of that mindset. But one thing that I take away from you and, and that I take away from other people that are, are successful is, like you said, stay in your lane. I mean, I, I love, I really, really enjoyed the Last Dance documentary with, with Michael Jordan. Oh, I loved it. I saw this back Yeah. In the and, it, you know, it, it brought back a lot of childhood memories watching MJ and stuff. But, like, getting to know the back end of everything with him and some people... I think on the on the surface look at it like oh he was such a dick and whatever but I like I have such respect for him even more so after watching that because dude just wanted to win he wanted to put on a show he saw a deeper level that he needed to pull people up in order to get better and man I feel like chiropractic can be similar but the one thing that I take away from he did a lot of things right he loved golf and you know he talks about gambling and all uh, kinds of other stuff that may not fall quite in line but overall, number one, he was a basketball player, and they shamed him at one point for not speaking up politically and doing different things. He's like, look, as a basketball player at yep. that point in time, I didn't see myself in politics, so I didn't say much. He's yep. like, I just I didn't feel I knew enough. I wasn't uh, – I just didn't have the knowledge to support standing one side or another, and I wanted to be a basketball player, and that's how I was known. And that's exactly how you're known, right? What you put out, what people hear you talking about, you become known for. I am so proud to say I am known as a chiropractor. I'm a chiropractor. I am. When people think of me, they don't think of exercises. I love to exercise. I see a functional personal trainer every week, a couple times a week. I have been for the last couple of years. I am a huge nutrition nerd. I have a Mark Hyman book right on my stand by my reading chair right now. I read, you know, I love to read. And I, you know, I order all my uh, meat. I don't buy meat from grocery stores anymore. It's all from local farm. And I'm huge into nutrition and learning about it and biohacking. And I track my health, uh, my HRV every day. I'm not wearing it now. It's at uh, my friend's house but uh, that I'm staying with here in Dallas. But these things are so important to me and lifestyle-wise. But I also... I know for me, I got to be careful about what I talk about to people because if I bring up supplements too much, that's where they already want to go. That's where we're trained to go is I think our training is a pill, potion, or lotion solves everything. So I'm trying to be the one talking about chiropractic, but it doesn't have a sexy meaning or appeal. People would rather, you know, it's a, it's a nice supplement or it's a fancy this or that or it's an exercise or it's a whatever. So I, f- I found my place as a chiropractor. I'm really proud of it. I'm really happy with it. And I'm, I'm going all in on it. Amazing. You know, one of the things that Gary, ta- Gary V talks a lot about is if you don't know what you should post, you don't know you're, you may not consider yourself the funny person or, you know, the smart ass or whatever it is. You don't know what to post. A good way to go is just straight up documenting, you know, showing the process and being honest about, you know, Hey, our, our lights went out, we're out of power, you know, hey, we had flooding, you know, those were some of the things that I shared early in, in the past year. And sometimes I, I forget and get away from that as we just get busy. But what approach would you suggest to other people that are trying to do similar things to what you're doing now? Yeah, um, the same advice I got from Jarrett sitting right behind us here. Um, and I, sh- I share this when I talk at chiropractic schools too, that my first Instagram story post and it doesn't matter what your platform is or where it is but just being vulnerable it doesn't mean oversharing there's very different things and finding that line sometimes take 
takes balance, but being relatable. I remember Jarrett said, dude, you go into LA fitness, you're playing basketball, like put up a picture of you playing basketball in the gym, just show that. So I did. And that was, I think my first story post on Instagram. And I, and I found that exact thing in my archives and I screenshotted it and I use that in the slides at chiropractic schools when I talk about it. And that's so same for anyone listening out there who may not know where to start, just start, be relatable. Like you just said here, document and it's it can be you know you're taking someone on a journey with you and i think our ultimate goal is really to provide them value also which comes with things that they may not already know i think most people already know you should drink water okay i see that on a lot of accounts but maybe something they don't know is the amount of water and why and some of the things that go with it that we might know that they may not so let's try it well okay yeah. well, sure we'll share it we'll see if it works we'll see if it doesn't so it could be like well you know rule of thumb is you should start with half your body weight in ounces but if you're drinking a diuretic and again i wouldn't use this word because it's i don't use these words if you're drinking something with caffeine that's dehydrating you that's how i'd say in lay terms then you should up the amount of water that you're drinking. And when you are hydrated, or like here's a statistic that, you know, 75% of people are dehydrated. So when you are hydrated, you know, this works better, this works better, whatever. Like it could be a number of things, but just I think value that people may not already know. Like I think, duh, we know we should pick the broccoli or like the apple over the ice cream. And duh, we know we should be exercising. But starting small in small chunks and giving people little little bits of information and then making it fun and relatable. And also I, I personally do a bad job at this at times and I don't know what your experience has been, but you know, we also forget what we consider base level knowledge. You know, Matt and I were talking about this prior to the podcast, things (laughs) that we consider base level knowledge exercises, head positioning when you're doing a row, a vast majority of population don't know those things. And so I think that we as chiropractors can't be afraid to share some of that base level knowledge. Like you said, half your body weight in fluid ounces of water and general like easy supplements to take, you know, different things that, that we feel is just common knowledge. A lot of people don't know or haven't, you know, gone down the route to find out for themselves. And so we can add a lot of value with the little things too. That's all we do, honestly, in our day to day practice teaching giving people a toolbox helping them to build their toolbox with things that they can keep for life so they need us less and they can do better overall in health and then connecting them to people that can also add different tools that we don't have or that can put more time into giving them tools in different areas that we aren't willing to give awesome dr matt define success take 30 seconds tell me what success is to you yeah living your life's purpose so whatever your life's purpose is, I don't know what it is for you, but for me, I had a, I had a, a struggle that changed my life at 27 years old that I'll never go back to. So finding, you know, that balance in my life where I truly have the time I want to put into the things I want and find, you know, ways that I can always be having fun. For me, if I'm having fun, if I'm on purpose, if I'm fired up, if I'm passionate about what I'm doing, that's it for me. I'm, I'm winning. Amazing. Yeah. How old are you now? 31. 31. So four short years too. I mean, from the time that you had these issues, what year and when was it that you first started in Austin? Uh, Three years ago. So my first year I essentially spent on a couch on or just recovery. And then three years, three years I've been in Austin. I mean, that's fantastic to have a schedule that is packed. How, how long are your patient visits? 
I averaged about seven minutes. I figured that's the perfect wow. time for me to teach. And we work in little chunks, same as on mm -hmm. social media. You're not going to teach everything in one day. People are going to listen in one ear, out the other. We start with one exercise at a time. Until they've shown me that they're doing that, why would I give them more? That's amazing, too, to have seven minutes. I mean, that's pretty quick. Yeah. You know, that that's on the probably the quicker side. Yeah. But seven minutes and be packed schedule only three years in. I mean, that's a really big deal. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, it took a lot of it did take a lot of hustle. You know, when I started up, I was probably working closer to 55 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And I say working, quote unquote, was doing a lot of the fun things like getting coffee with friends and people I didn't know yet, but connecting through mutual people like, oh, I have someone who's a personal trainer. You should meet them. Get coffee with them. And I love coffee, so coffee was my thing. So I would just get coffee with people. I'd go on walks That's with great. people. I'd go to workout classes. And those were, quote, unquote, working because you're building your network. And yeah. that was a, probably about 55 hours a week is what I was doing in the beginning. But I'd say most of it was that because patient visits, I would just – try to cluster. So I'm not going to sit in my office for four hours doing nothing. I'm going to be out shaking hands and kissing babies. Amazing. Yeah. Give me, give me a couple. All right. So as we're rounding out, as we're, as we're finishing up here, give me two things that you feel like we've talked a lot about all the good things and how, how much you've grown. Give me yeah. two things that you feel like you did poorly early on that you've evolved and, and expanded on now. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. That's a hard one, too, because uh, there's always little things that I think, you know, after we do it, we find that we do it a little bit different if we were to do it again. Uh, I guess with uh, with ads, like first getting into ads, everyone's got like at least from a chiropractor's perspective now, like the Facebook ads or everyone's your guru. Everyone's got the right formula. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would have just taking more time to interview the people and to find the right fit for us and ask around more same with seo search engine optimization that one i got burned on you're saying that you wouldn't have done I, ads I, or some of that the same way i would have but i would not have just come to the first person that i found through the first referral that i found i went through referrals but that's what it was was like just someone that was like oh yeah sure yeah i, I can give you my guy and then without really digging in or getting to know the industry or knowing what it's about or finding the right advice like with seo this company i think they put a chat a live chat uh, function on our website and then they just put all the money we were giving them into google ads google adwords account and that was it so wow. there was no search engine optimization there was no keyword research to build out a new website or to build out any blogs or anything to that sense and when i asked about it he actually got mad at me when i asked for reporting he got mad at me saying we're not about that you know if you want to get better we'll uh we'll give you you know we'll get you patience but we're not going to give you reporting that's not us so well, that's what you pay him for exactly so. <laughs> so i mean things like that like okay, and i and i it. hung around and i hung on for too long so knowing when to because it's like a breakup they're uncomfortable yeah, so yeah. knowing when to hire them and when to fire them that was the thing that i probably would have taken more time with got it that's great so 2021's here all right Give me a goal that you have for yourself, for your practice, one personal, one professional. Yeah. Um, 
the professional one is the book. I'm writing the book right now. It's a lot harder than you'd think to just put time into it. We always have things that we can be doing or that we are doing outside. And as you know, you made a post the other day. I love that post that it was like, the people see the office side of us, but we got a laundry list of things on the back yeah, end. So yeah. Ain't that the truth? But um, that so my professional goal for there for 2021 is have a book in hand by in this year. So you'll have awesome. one come uh, come hand you one here. I'm excited. Uh, and then personal goal would be to continue to improve myself as a person. So breaking down you know, a lot of the patterns we all have, emotional garbage and junk on always working becoming a better human so using different modalities different things whether it's talk therapy and um you know nutrition i'm doing viome this year also so just continuing to optimize myself i i think we all have room to grow as people so do i i'm no different if i can become a better human every year i can serve more people at a higher level amazing Man, this is uh, this has got to be one of the best podcasts I think that we've ever done here. One, we finally got our setup ready to roll. <laughs> we got our setup. We got the pictures. We got the whole crew. But man, Matt, this has been uh, this has been really awesome, and I really, really appreciate you coming by too. Hell yeah! Thanks for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys, that is a wrap on our three episode series with Dr. Matt Delgado. Please find him on Instagram and his YouTube channel at Dr. Matt Delgado. You can also find him at LifeSpring Cairo. You can find me online at Dr. Pennell 5, Jarrett Stone Law, Preach Coop, and then definitely follow us at underscore the first five. And guys, if you love the podcast, please jump on and write us a review on Apple iTunes. Greatly appreciate those. And then last of all, just share the podcast. That's the best thing that you guys can do to help us grow. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you soon. Get going, yeah, yeah.